Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey friends, we'd like to invite you to go check out a really cool project titled Nihilus. It's directed by Logan Solana and produced by Chance McDuffie. The talented folks at Clubhouse Films are putting together a Star Wars fan film called Nihilus. They shot their teaser trailer at the OHD Studios in Columbus, Ohio. These filmmakers have poured so much of their effort into this project and we'd love for you to see it. Be sure to follow their social media account at Nihilus Film. That's N-I-H-I-L-U-S Film. You can also check out their other projects at Clubhouse Films Official. All links can be found down in the description. Thanks for your support and may the force be with you. Greetings, exalted ones, and welcome back to Star Wars Hangout, friends. I'm running dockless. I have nothing. I am still Adobe One Kenobi. I am still the Flannel Space Wizard. Okay? I'm still gold leader. This is a problem, sweetie. I have too many titles. And now without the doc, I don't remember all of them. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, hello so. there. Oh, I mean, hello there. Yes. That's, that's Why her. Why am I saying hello there? Lottie Obi-Wan. Nabari. Nobi. I don't know, because you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. And we're, we're on location. Uh, we're in a secret location. Why? Because we're rebels. <laughs> we are rebels. So if it sounds oh. a little different today, friends. Like Aunt um, Petunia. Yeah, l- like Aunt Petunia, like Marva. We're in the rebellion, baby. We are out and about. So we are actually in the Toyota RAV. It is in park. Do not worry. Um, but we are out and about moving around. I would say we're on sort of like a reconnaissance mission. You know, we're out collecting sort mm-hmm. of intel uh, on a certain location, maybe houses. Mm-hmm. We're looking around at stuff, looking at neighborhoods, trying to figure things out. <laughs> so we might look a little sketchy to some look people. Look at that mansion. I know, I know. <laughs> Definitely not in our price range. But I'm like so creepy. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this, look at this. Uh, the car's not moving, don't worry. We're, we've got a warm drink, we've got some mm-hmm. chocolate, we've got some, uh, we've got a cold drink too, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cold drink guy. But, even um, in the fall, like, how dare you? Even in the fall. Even in the fall. So, uh, s- typically, sweetie, you asked me about the uh, scouting report, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you what's on it mm-hmm. today. Okay. Which is Andor. I don't even remember the name. We literally probably, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes ago got done watching it. Yeah. Andor episode 7, right? So we're in episode 7. Sounds about right. Yeah. And I can't even remember the name of it, guys, because hey, we have no computer, no doc, no nothing. No one remembers the names of the episodes anymore because you don't really see them. It's not like they mm. put them on screen before the episode starts anymore. True. Not until afterwards. And we typically just kind of talk about them in arcs or whatever or reference something that yeah. happens in that episode. But um, we definitely wanted to get a quick conversation in here. Uh, we've been wrapping up, as you guys know, the last couple of weeks, we've been doing our Rings of Power coverage. Uh, Lottie just finished up with uh, Wheel of uh, phew, Wheel of Time. <laughs> Lord of the Rings uh, watch party. I think mm-hmm. I'm thinking of uh, Wad on Pro- uh, Wad oh, up yeah. Yeah. over there. John. Uh, John. Yeah. Shout out to him. He was on there. So uh, you had John over there, and uh, you had Jen, who was running that newbie oh, panel. Oh, so nice. Yeah, it's just a great, great person. So I uh, actually need to reach out to them and see if any of them are interested in Star Wars and would want to come on and, and yeah. chat about Andor and their, their thoughts. Oh, I bet John would be. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. I he seemed, really, he seemed like a really nice guy. And so uh, I've only I've only known him through other members of the Wheel of Time community and mm-hmm. I think maybe interacted with him in messages or something. So, yeah, 
good guy. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but yeah, so we've been doing that. We've also been doing our Rings of Power stuff uh, as well. Lane and I have been doing that on Uptalk and Tolkien. It's been crazy. But we did the Hobbit Hotline, the last one of the season, which was <laughs> Monday. <laughs> three and a half hours worth of, of content and it's just like so talk to him earlier and it's like so draining yeah he's so tired yeah you know so anyway just excited to, to kind of keep rolling with Andor been hearing good things I was looking on on uh, Twitter today as I was on my way home and uh, we saw all sorts of good reviews people were like I know some people kind of say ah, the music the it's not necessarily Star Wars there was that weird sort of um, scene where, where Cassian went out to that uh beach planet and the music really changed <laughs> yeah i know so that was like such a change of yeah you know like mood and scene and oh, it was crazy it was such a you know they break with the whole theme of the of the season yeah i feel yeah. like the rest was all so different it's like a getaway yeah for yeah. sure so that was strange but was awesome. um but no, I, I really I really enjoyed it, and I was seeing good stuff on Twitter. People were, were still really hyped about this show, really enjoying it. You can really tell. Um, we'll, we'll kind of break it all down here in a second, just so we'll talk about plot lines and stuff. But overall, initial reaction was that it was that was awesome. And remember last episode, we were talking about the Tales of the Jedi stuff? Yeah. You remember that? We were talking about, like, Ahsoka. We were talking about uh, Count Dooku. So our, our friend Laura Kelly, uh, who is from Force Toast, Mm-hmm. podcast she's been on i think the way of the jedi as well um and she's done some said some different things with uh the, she's been on the schmodown people know her from like movie trivia the star wars trivia show over there so just a just a great person you should definitely go check her out she has screeners though so she gets to see like the first couple episodes and so that's why i love wow. tracking her on twitter i'm like yeah. okay what what did you see yeah. like <laughs> are there any clues um and just amazing she was emotional loved it and then i saw Good. another i think they're called sky uh, sky talkers mm-hmm. again only ever corresponded in message with them but they they said the same thing wait they, are you saying they already watched the whole yeah. season no 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 not the whole thing i think just like the first three episodes or something they okay. get these like screeners which means like they get early access okay to some stuff so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And okay. um, it's just good. It's always like, I think I trust their opinions. Like, yeah. they are really knowledgeable about Star Wars and they, uh, they're, yeah, they're huge fans. And so it's just nice to hear that they're enjoying it yeah. and putting out good vibes for that show. So good. that'll be coming down the line. Anyway, uh, yeah, Home One, we're not at Home One right now. We're actually searching for yeah. Home One, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> so uh, our, our Home Literally. One, our Home One briefing, uh, debriefing report here. Briefing? debriefing what is it i don't even know uh is is what sweetie we are we just, we just been kind of running errands today right yeah yeah just it's been, been a good day though because i gotta yeah. spend it with you oh i gotta spend it with you too hey we made wraps today we love talking about food yeah i don't know if you guys have caught on to this if you listen to shell cottage radio you will know that we love talking about food <laughs> and uh that was yeah we 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 had wraps we make these vegetarian meat wraps or whatever uh cut up some cucumbers some some uh, tomatoes, mm-hmm. green onions. What else is on there? Cheese. Normally we put avocado on there, but avocado. we didn't have any, so we put hummus on there. That was good too. Yeah, that was great. We just mix it up. Sometimes it's just leftover veggies. Mm. Yeah, but still, it was it was yummy. It was great. We we uh, we had those. Oh, we had that spicy. Um, it was uh, it was a spicy vegetarian meat, and oh, yeah. it's great. We get it at Kroger. It's it's awesome. But there was the what was it? The hummus. It was hummus. Oh, jalapeno that was jalapeno hummus. Jalapeno. Jalapeno hummus, <laughs> and it really was. Yeah, I didn't want to touch it. It was a kicker. Mm-hmm. Not gonna okay. lie, we might have to take a bathroom break later. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh gosh. wow, the sun's coming out. I know. This is this is why we did this, mm-hmm. guys. We we wanted to take take the mics on the road and just do something a little different and pop around and what have you. We have been so whomped, mm-hmm. uh, just with with different things going on in our lives, and so needed to mix things up. And this, yeah, it's nice just to kind of get out of the house and. Yeah, get around, but let's talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a lot of different things. Again, I don't have my doc in front of me. I don't have anything. We're just out and about. So the to me, um, I can't, I can't, I you know, I, I couldn't really think of one word mm-hmm. to describe this. I guess if I like rebellion yeah. is the only one that I'm just like, okay, it's like here, yeah. like you're hearing about like Marva is talking about oh being a rebel. Yeah. And being a part of the rebellion. I loved her part in this yeah. episode. Yeah. She's like wrestling with like how does she yeah. tell yeah. Cass that she's and he, the whole time not going with What him. is going on with her? Like mm-hmm. what's up? Something mm-hmm. is up. And usually usually you feel like, oh, there is something, I don't know, is she uh, turning against him? or I thought, I thought like she's turning him in. I was like, 
what's I going on? Think. I didn't think. I mean, like only if her, they threaten her with with something else, but otherwise, yeah. I. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, so Clem um, had already. We found out about his him getting hung uh, this episode yeah. and him kind of standing up, actually yeah. trying to help them deal with some of the sort of the Republic yeah. uh, back in the day and just, I don't know. We saw a darker side of, of the mm-hmm. tail end of the Republic moving into the Empire and, and all of that. And so uh, Cassian is, is dealing with that and, and Marva reminds us of all of that. So yeah. she's she's fighting for something and she's inspired. The irony is, right, the dramatic irony here is that she is inspired by the attack on Aldani, doesn't even yeah. realize that it was Cassian. Cassian yeah. is a part of that, yeah, and I think she'll, yeah, she'll grow to figure it out. But oh, right yeah, now, uh, he hasn't said how many credits he has. Yeah. They don't know what his cut is no. or anything, no. you know, like that. But uh, it's wild. And you think so? He takes his air quote cut, but Vel obviously stored, and they got the rest of the credits for the rebellion. Yeah, they stole from the Empire, and they're using that money mm-hmm. for the rebellion. And Mon so. Mothma is also trying to raise money her yep. way. And she didn't like the rebel tech. Yeah, she did not, did she? No, she I, was... For some reason, I kind of thought she was in... She knew, but I... For, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they... Things are kept quiet, you know? Like, w- mm-hmm. and when we saw her early on when she went in to see uh, Luthen, she really is just, like, the money-raising stuff, organizing stuff. They're creating a network. I thought we were just sort of making this alliance, mm-hmm. and we needed to kind of grow it. Whereas Luthen's approach seems to be, let's get people talking about this. Let's start yeah. to really let's do, use for, like, what we gather. Yeah, like a combination of both, right? He mm-hmm. wants to kind of uh, do the network thing and, and get make contacts and be be stronger, united together, and all that kind of stuff too. But at the same time, not at the pace that Mon Mothma wanted yeah. to go at. Yeah. Uh, and he wanted to stir and maybe motivate more people. Yeah. For this, and cause. he definitely did. That's what yeah. we saw in. Marva. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, Marva was like, was down. So she she was definitely um, intrigued. And you know, it was um, Deidre, mm-hmm. or, or Dedra, mm-hmm. how do you say it? Uh, I think Deidre. 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 Yeah. I think so. I keep in my mind. I'm Oop, like con- every time he says it. Cross country. Yeah. So. Going by. Oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but she was very much um, locked in on mm-hmm. what the rebels were doing this whole time, and you saw her looking for ways in which the rebellion uh, was connected or where these, these, I guess these, these thefts or these little incidents were connected to other groups. Yeah. She was on it. She's been on it since the get go. Yes. So she gets rewarded a little bit. She was, uh, well, she's been made fun of for a while and now she's the main guy backs her up, which is cool. Um, For a second, I thought maybe that other guy who's trying to, what what hit, what yeah. Yeah, he's that in charge she, of Morlana uh, One and that whole sector or whatever. I don't know. I thought for a second, what if he was trying to, you know, protect the rebellion from her because Oh, he you was think like, he's a good guy? Mm, Sleeper agent? I don't know if he's just jealous or if he's trying to protect and try to play down what she's discovered. Hmm. But I don't know. Maybe not. Well, it could go either way. I mean... He could be somebody who's trying to play inside of the sectors yeah, or the lines on the map, right? Yeah. And so he's playing inside those lines thinking this is what you this is very imperial. Mm-hmm. You follow the rules, law and order. You do these right. things like this. And you just realized in this episode that uh, Deidre is sort of like, yeah, we should, or Mitra, isn't her name also like her, her last name's Mitra, I think. <laughs> don't don't ask me about yeah. names. Let me ask you on the spot with no computer, no technology, no way of checking. We're like in the um, middle of nowhere. <laughs> I know. Some people I think we should like know the names of these characters more than we do. But I don't know, guys. It takes me like a couple watches to like yeah, get too. everything down. Andor has impressed me with the amount of dialogue and the amount of mm-hmm. um, characters they're throwing at us and everything. Yeah. I think they're really going for it. And they're just expecting you to kind of keep up, mm-hmm. which makes you go back and rewatch it again, which helps. I mean, that's my like you know, whole story with Rings of Power, so many names, mm-hmm. so many names that sound the same, like, you mm-hmm. know, um, I don't know, I'm, I don't want to get started on Rings of Power, but we have, yeah. like, yeah, never mind. You're fine, there's tons of them that sound the same, um, and even in Lord of the Rings, there's tons of names that sound Elrond, the same. Elrond, Arondir, yeah. uh, you see, and I was gonna say them all, and now I can't remember. You can't remember them, yeah. Yeah. I can't either. I was actually trying to think myself. Yeah. But no. 
I get that though. And so, anyways, the the whole point is the that she is now definitely creating a new um, ambition or a new kind of um, initiative in the ISB, which was cool. Yeah. yeah. So you saw, I think there's a guy named General Ularin who mm-hmm. shows up, and he's he's been around. He was in Legends. He's been around in other you know, works in Star Wars and books, and he's been referenced in a lot of different Star Wars material. Remember he showed up on screen, and I was like, that's that's you, Lauren. And you were like, how did you know that? And one, he looks like that... that wait, wait, no. That was when we just listened to the radio, to the message, to the... Yeah, that was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's when you said it, and I was like, how do you know? And we just hear his voice. Mm. He, okay. Oh, no, it said, because uh, the captions were saying it was his name. Right. So we didn't see him, did we? No, we did see him. He was the guy oh. walking around... Um, when they had everybody there in the beginning in the ISB, he was walking around. They pan up to his face. Oh, okay. He's he's the top dog. He's the head of that wow. agency. So he That's came cool. down. Yeah. So you, sh- you uh, they're they're kind of showing you the hierarchy, mm-hmm. and he comes down and basically says, "We need to you know double our efforts. We've got to treat this yeah. super serious." And that's everything that Mon Mothma was afraid of. Yeah. Now we're a target. Now they're yeah. paying attention to us. Now they're going to notice us. And that's exactly what Luthen wants. Yeah. Okay. This is what we expect. We expect them to do this. Yeah. And then once we, we know, if you know how they're going to react, if you know that you that when you throw, you know, like this right hook, that they're going to go to block that or whatever, you can fake now that right mm-hmm. hook and bring in with something unexpected. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You can allow them to block and block and block and yeah. set them up for a, a you know a big uppercut with the left. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing people are like, "Dang, I didn't know Ez was like a expert on boxing over here." You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, watch enough Rocky Balboa, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I feel like that's what he 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 wants. He knows how they operate. He knows they've been lulled into just the bureaucracy, the business as usual, mm-hmm. and just a big kind of machine that moves. And and for something for an empire to move like that, it has to have uh, its all of its systems, all of its agencies, sort of working <sighs> together and stuff. So you're yeah. good. You all right? Yeah. No, no I should, I'm, do I need to like do any force healing or? Yes, please. Do I need to do a little? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, force healing just means like you know slight Give little back massage. Back massage and mm-hmm. the pressure there. Anyway. Um, People are like, oh, oh, guys, Ez is actually pretty good. Um, yeah. At a at a, at a massage, <laughs> even though I'm not trained. Um, just good at it, anyways. Don't get me started. Okay, sorry. Back to the episode. Uh, so what else though? But yeah, I, I really like that they're showing us how the Empire was reacting. Yeah. And I still have no freaking clue what's going on with Cyril, or what's going on with uh, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Fig. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever her name was, Edie yeah. or Ida. Uh, his mom. <laughs> we'll just call her Mrs. Fig. Mrs. Fig. I, she's, uh, Uncle Harlow. We have not seen him yet. I actually keep wondering if Harlow, yeah. I'm sh- I haven't read enough on Reddit or theories or anything. I haven't had time to look up who people think that is. If there is someone named Harlow in the lore that I don't know about, uh, that they're referencing, or if that's going to be a, a bigger individual in the, um, in the Empire, you know? Why yeah. not show him? Why show somebody else? Why keep referencing Harlow? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking maybe he was somebody connected to ISB, like the the inter the uh, Imperial Security Bureau. Okay. Like maybe she knows someone that high up, and yeah. he was going to be one of the people who sat around that that table. Yeah. Like Harlow was going to be yeah. one of those people. It could be still. We don't mm-hmm. know. I, mm-hmm. I don't think we know yet. So, but he's definitely back. Um, no idea where that's going. Yeah. He just seems to be very upset that he was punished mm-hmm. for trying to do what's right and he even says that again to his detriment or to his uh, it doesn't do him any good to mm-hmm. to like let people know that he was yeah you know what i thought was interesting the yeah. conversation with his is that his mother is that his real mother yeah, we don't think, really yeah i think so we yeah. just assume um she said something about his clothes his col- collar right yes yeah it's almost like he's a little rebellious, you know, yeah. in terms of he wants to do things his way and different. and But also, like, he has a big sense of justice, and I wonder if that takes him somewhere else, hmm. th- yeah. you know, away from the Empire. I don't know. It could. It could, because he's doing what's right. He's trying to do... And, and and I think a lot of people th- believe they're they have these ideals and mm-hmm. he believes in justice and law and order. It seems like and yeah. doing what's right. 
uh, and wants to you know feel important about that, and and he gets let down maybe mm-hmm. by the Empire when he finds out that they're not as good as he thinks they are. Yeah, or even they just even erase his record just like that. You know, like they just say, oh, it's fine. Yeah, they didn't yeah. seem to set well with him either. Kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not right. That's mm-hmm. not. Don't don't change yeah. things for me. Don't yeah. don't short. Um, I don't want to take shortcuts. I'm a guy mm-hmm. who wants to work hard. I don't want this to be given yeah. to me. He doesn't yeah. want that. Yeah. So he wants to work for it. I I kind of feel like all of that is going to go. The more he's with the Empire, he's going to be, uh, what's the word, disenchanted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's just not going to be into them as much or, yeah. or, or look mm-hmm. upon them as fondly as he maybe once yeah. did. And that might be what kind of turns him to the Rebel yeah. Alliance. So, or he does his own thing against either of them. Who knows? But, but I feel like, yeah, exactly, because he's still obsessed. It mm-hmm. looks like he's looking through the archives there, or not archives, but the records mm-hmm. for something, and he may come across someone who's in prison, like Cassian. Yeah. Because Cassian's in prison. Six years. Right, now he is, yes. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And um, so weird, but we're going to find out next episode, probably. I wonder if, um, if he has anything to do um, with... I don't know why was he so obsessed with finding Cassian? Was it really just a crime he committed and that he was not punished for, or is there more? Is there more? Yeah, Does I don't he, know. we still have to yet to figure out what happened on Cassian's home planet or planet mm-hmm. where he grew up with his yeah Canary yeah other with the other kids and yeah so yeah in in, in Marva did you get the impression that um that Marva said let it go like like you know she she she, she said oh yeah with the sister yeah with the sister but mm. did you get the impression that she was maybe saying um did it seem like to you that she knew more than she was yes. telling him yeah 100 yeah. percent. that's unfortunate i wonder Something if with the sister yeah if she's responsible if they're accidentally yeah. responsible yeah. in some way yeah for the sister yeah and that was a way of like well we'll save this one and mm. try to make up for sins we've committed accidentally or something i don't know yeah could be wrong but she seemed to definitely know there was more going on there and that it was hopeless and that she was already dead. Yeah. That's what she seemed yeah. to know. So that's too bad because I keep hoping for, because we, we kind of know where Cassian's story goes. We know where it ends, where he ends yeah. up in Rogue One and we know that he sacrifices himself for the rebellion. So for him yeah. to have a sister that lived on beyond episode, beyond Rogue mm-hmm. One. Would have been cool. And who could like maybe has some interaction with him over these yeah. this season and next season, and we're like, oh, that's Cassian's sister. Yeah. It sort of keeps that individual alive a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even though we keep him alive in our, you know, in, in, in just story and conversation or whatever as the rebellion goes on, yeah. he's a hero and all that, all that stuff, but it would be really cool to see that legacy kind of continue mm-hmm. through his sister or something. Yeah. But maybe she's dead, so that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's think of other other things. Oh, so uh, Cinta is still out and about. Oh yeah, that the was Cinta one little scene. Bell. I have no idea who the girl's name, and I, I again, I apologize, guys. Uh, we're just on the fly here. That's but okay. I don't need to apologize. No well, one can remember them all. If you do, somebody, then you're sweetie, somebody out there, right, so somebody's sitting out there right now, going, "Gosh dang it, Ash, I, <laughs> they've got a list of names. They they know them. They got memorized." Wow, you're you're awesome. Get, we, Whoever's we'd like you to come and, on. Yeah. We'd like you to come. By the way, that is something I wanted to mention. Sorry, a little break uh, in in the show here. I want to bring on some folks who want to come on and talk Star Wars. I think we'd like to kind of bring people mm-hmm. in um, and just have you guys pop in for even you know if it's 20, 30 minutes, share your thoughts on Andor. You know, we've done sort of a call-in show thing, which is which would be kind of crazy. I've done that with um, with Rings of Power, yeah. but even just having a guest on or something mm-hmm. would be would be fun. Uh, Lottie's looking at me like, "Oh boy, I don't know about the idea of people calling in because it's a little bit." Uh, oh yeah, I've never done that before. It's a little random. It's a little crazy, but it would be cool to have guests mm-hmm. on this show. Yeah. We'll be back up there. So if you're that person who knows all those names, mm-hmm. uh, hit me up, send me a DM. I'd love to have you on. We'll <laughs> we'll arrange that for sure because we got tons more episodes coming out. Tales yeah. of the Jedi, uh, Mandalorian, all the good stuff coming, but. The individual who works with Luthen, his assistant, mm-hmm. she shows up and talks to, to Vel. Yeah. And doesn't seem to be happy that Vel is contacting. I loved her hoodie. Sorry, I had to say I, it. Yeah, it's that fine. Was, the red one? Yes. Like the, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she looks really cool. <laughs> She's super intense. We don't... I, I'm trying to get to gauge how... She seems super dedicated, super loyal, Yeah. but doesn't say much, is very yeah. quiet, and so I'm not sure... It's interesting because yeah. when she was walking, I was like, who is she walking towards? Yeah. I kept thinking, is she a double agent? Is she someone who maybe <laughs> is going to be, I don't know, turning Luthen in? She knows everything. Mm-hmm. Is that his companion? I don't, mm-hmm. I, it's Oh, yeah, and always the, 
whenever they were in the shop, they always, I don't know, show her for some right, reason. Right, right. Like, they, when he and Mon are talking, they show her just looking at them, listening in. And it's like, you wonder why, you know, I always have to quote Cameron now, like, why yeah. waste that shot? Uh, yeah, true. You why know? why do that? Because even, even further, that you can actually th- see through two windows, right? You see his window mm-hmm. where he's doing something, looking at something, talking to, mm-hmm. to Mon Mothma. And then through that window, you can see her yeah. looking at stuff, looking yeah. at them, and looking at the driver out the true. other window. It's trippy. It is. Yeah. All the different lenses and, yeah. and stuff and how far back that the the depth yeah. that they're getting. And Mon tells us later who the is driver watching who? is definitely dr- watching her. And definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So That's that true. was that was pretty cool. But anyways, it's so Cinta's still out there. She's on a speeder on Aldani. I think she's mm-hmm. gonna get captured. Mm-hmm. I think she's gonna get captured. I think Vel's gonna be ticked about that. I think they're gonna wanna go maybe get her. She she clearly is being sent to go kill Cassian now. Yeah. Which is which is wild, um, and it was. I, I it further validates though when she said that Skeen that that uh, Luthen had had uh, doubts about Skeen. Yeah. Now she's like, okay, yeah, I get it. So what what Clem yeah. or Cassian did was honorable, uh, more honorable. I mean, or whatever, not honorable, mm-hmm. but like, I guess more justified. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. They had some super dangerous conversation. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know about it. There's no way to prove it. There's nothing yeah. you can do. But boom, I'm out of here. And yeah. that's it. But they that also shows that they kind of expected them to die during the, the mission. Because otherwise, some of the, yeah. like her reason for to send her kill Cassian is he knows too much. He knows about Luthen. He can't run around. What did they well, expect after but the, the rest of them were more invested and seemed to be more committed. Cassian was a last addition. No, I know, but they they kind of what were they hoping that he was going to die or what were what what was their plan after the mission well, was remember, over? We said we're not so sure that Luthen wants him dead. We think this girl is like looking yeah. out for Luthen yeah. possibly. Yeah. And is just making her own call there because she heard him say, you know, I got a little too I wasn't careful and yeah. I I let that um you know, I wanted this too bad and therefore, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of rushed in this decision with Cassian. The other thing, I think it was someone else. So Tarman, right, who the stormtrooper mm-hmm. who ends up dying, mm-hmm. I think was recruited by Luthen as well. It okay. seemed like that's what they said. Like he, he recruited him. So everyone seemed to be super invested in this. And it yeah. was just uh it was wild. They struck gold, though. And Val knows it. If she can get back with Cinta, that'd be huge. Um, Poor went out for Nimic. Nimic's gone. Darman's gone. We don't know about Gorn. I keep thinking Gorn might be mm-hmm. alive. They said everyone at Aldani had been replaced. Yeah. And that all of the leadership there... We don't know if the guy had a heart attack and was saved. Right? Mm-hmm. The Commandant? We don't know yeah. if he was actually... We don't actually, know. Yeah. It seems like he might have had a heart attack and yeah. died, but he just fell over. Somebody comes right. and revives him. Gives yeah. him a little med pack or something. He's mm. maybe good to go. True. So, yeah. That one was interesting. Um, another one, I'm thinking of another story. Oh, the other storyline that was really, really cool was Mon Mothma and her childhood friend. Oh, yeah. Now, that, that was, was cool. That was full of mystery for me. Yeah. So, we, we uh, you can tell that Perrin and her are not close. That no. I, again, yeah. it sounds like, it seems like maybe betrothed or something early on, yeah. super young. They're... Doesn't seem to be trust. He, he cannot no. be trusted is what yeah. she said. And she actually trusts her childhood friend more. Mm-hmm. And they start to talk about politics. And yeah. he basically says that his politics have shifted and they're not what hers are. And she's like, what you see mm-hmm. is not true. What The face I present is not my true face. Yeah. And I thought, dang, she is like in front of everyone yeah. talking about this. You know, and she kept saying smile, doing yeah. different things to kind of keep keep up appearances uh even even after they started talking about politics for a second they walked away and as mm-hmm. they walked across the room she's like remember we're just talking about uh yeah, we're, she we're, kept remembering him yeah, yeah and she kept she kept reminding him of like how they were talking about childhood memories and stuff and you're like reminding Whoa. him not remembering him sorry well they were remembering but stuff, so <laughs> <laughs> she just remembered him constantly she was remembering him and remembering <laughs> him um <laughs> while she was talking to him she well and, yeah yeah well <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, you, <laughs> little, you little, um, yeah. But uh, her daughter, I think it's something's gonna. What do you? What are your thoughts? I guess in, I like, have no clue about her daughter. Yeah. Or, well, even just going forward, do you think she'll ever like reveal her secrets to Perrin? Do you think there'll come a point where? Well, 
she has to trust him with something. She gets mm. in a pickle to the point where he's like, wow, okay, she actually needs me. I'm important. And she just shared something with me. I didn't realize this was all going on. Do mm. you think something like that could happen? I don't see him knowing about her secrets at all. Like he was watching her the entire time. Mm. Yeah, Did you I notice th- that? I, yeah. Every shot of, of those two together, yeah. he was in the background oh, okay. watching her. Yeah. And he would he would look up and would, would watch her and track her, and then he would move to a new guest and then track her. Oh, and he move probably to a new knows something is going on. It makes me wonder if yeah. he's not getting paid to also mm-hmm. inform on her, too. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy. Yeah. So I, you just kind of wonder. They share a child together, so there's something between them. If, if maybe she gets in a super big pickle and needs his help and support i don't know yeah. that's a curveball i think that's yeah. going to throw everyone for a curveball something's going down there yeah. for sure and her daughter even if she confided in her daughter and maybe her daughter accidentally i don't know we know mon mothma is like good and safe for a while we just mm-hmm. don't know what she has to do to navigate that how like all of the costs mm-hmm. associated like with her family and yeah. stuff yeah. so i don't know it's just dicey it felt but really one more thing about the other guy he and he was talking about his politics being different, like in what way? I um, don't understand. So shifting away from the empire. Okay, so like he he basically opened up and said yeah, that like okay, he was anti a little anti empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and didn't like where things had gone yeah. because they had re- you know Palpatine had and by the way dropping his name when so in the beginning when General Ularan showed up, um I think it's General yeah. That he says that he had just finished speaking to Emperor Palpatine himself. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if you're like oh, me, yeah. Yeah. and um, you know what that means, and you, you can imagine a conversation with that guy <laughs> standing in front of Palpatine, and the music playing and everything <laughs> in the background, you're like, ooh, this is scary. Yeah. Sith Lord, like, look yeah. out. Uh, it's wild. It's wild to think about that. And they kept mentioning Palpatine. Palpatine's going to make a statement. You're like, dang. Yeah. Like, this is his time. This is yeah. his empire. Yeah. He is going to be mad about this. But he also isn't, real quick, a sort of quick aside, we'll come back to, um, to, to the childhood friend of, of Mon. Yeah. But uh, Palpatine is obsessed at this point in time with different Sith rituals. He gets obsessed with, like, um, well, I don't want to spoil that for you, with Rebels. Some, something happens mm-hmm. in Rebels, which is around this time. We're at five okay. years prior to episode four. We are also five years. That Rebels is the same timeline. So okay. as we go through yeah. Andor, it's close. It's, it's yeah, five years, I think. It's cool. So anyways, he gets uh, involved with Rebel, with Rebel activity. I think they might drop one of those names, too, that I would are love from it. Rebels. I would love if they made a connection to one of those other um, groups, whether it be mm-hmm. Hera or anybody else that we maybe aren't thinking of, another Rebel unit yeah. or cell or group. That would be, be sick. awesome. So one thing that they did show, you guys, some quick Easter eggs. Go look for this. When you're in Luthen's shop and you look in the back, there's a mask, and it's a face mask. It is the mask of, I believe, the Temple um, Jedi Guardians. So, yeah, so the Jedi Temple has these, like, guardians, and they have yellow lightsabers, mm-hmm. and they've got this mask. Kanan, well, I don't want to tell you all that, but, like, there's more to the Rebel story. we got to do our Rebel. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Yes, <laughs> <Rewatch>. we do. <laughs> we got to get into season we two. Keep saying it. Yeah. There's so many cool connections, but um, so so yeah, some of the artifacts that we see around there are just. I don't know. They're, they're connect. They're connecting me back to rebels. They're making me think yeah. about the rebels. You know, season two, season three, and and so on. Uh, so it's it, yeah. Anyways, it's interesting because I think Palpatine for so long has had this empire rolling, has been expanding it, is working on super weapons. We know the Death Star is being worked on right now. We know that um, they're make he's, eventually he'll make a he'll make a shift where he'll move to more regional governors over over senators, and he's he's obsessed with Sith artifacts and reclaiming some of those things in laboratories yeah. and cloning and the list goes on. So for him to now mm-hmm. hear about the Aldani robbery is wild it's awesome yeah two things two. just yes came mm-hmm. to me yeah first thing just a question do you like emperor Pal- palpatine's character like just I not like do you emperor like palpatine's him character. because he's a bad guy he's a bad guy do yeah. you, you you like his character yes yes okay. the way he's he, he is really uh, yes uh He's cool. Um, it's interesting because of, of, yeah, his rise through politics, the way he was able to deceive mm-hmm. all of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most powerful. I mean, he is literally yeah. probably the most powerful Sith. Did you just spoil your... Um... Ever. <laughs> I think ever. Yeah, my yeah. series on, on, yeah. on how powerful. Um, yeah, he, he does so many things. And they, uh, you know, think what you will of the sequels where he's brought back to life and he's worked on mm-hmm. cloning. And so when you look at the Mandalorian and, and uh, actually something that Andrew, remember I had, you, I had you step out the other day because Andrew sent me a, yes. a message and I, I read that um, it was, yeah, it had to do with some of that stuff with Palpatine and okay. different things with, uh, you know, Ezra Bridger and cloning mm-hmm. and Thrawn. It was, you know, there's still so much. His, his impact on the galaxy is, is just awesome. It's wild. And... Um, yeah, he's definitely an interesting character. Okay, I, I th- there's a t- you don't want too much of him. You definitely want him behind yeah. a curtain, yeah. and when he steps yeah, out, yeah, it's you're cool. Sort of like, they just mention oh. his name for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're you're mm-hmm. a little bit nervous, but boy, when they do show you mm-hmm. any of his like in the 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 coolest thing about the Darth Vader comics, or when I was reading a Thrawn novel, was when there was an, a conversation between Emperor Palpatine and Thrawn, or Ooh. Emperor Palpatine and Vader, or anyone else, and you're like, yeah. whoa, what is we're getting to see conversations with the emperor with with darth sidious with with the dark lord yeah. like this is this is wild <laughs> like this is stuff we shouldn't know about and you, yeah they always preserve that feeling mm-hmm. of like you're on edge you're sort of like yeah. oh pay attention to everything they're saying what are they doing what are their next moves why is he interested in this yeah so yeah he's a great character to, to, to keep around and ian mcdermott who plays the emperor i actually went to a panel with um uh, of his over the years and he talks a lot about character development and talks mm-hmm. about um, how good of a villain he is and, yeah. and just what he puts into the character. It's fascinating yeah. to hear him. He's actually a theater actor. He does a lot of like Shakespeare oh, stuff. And he's done different things. That's cool. Um, yeah. So it was, he's just a great, a great actor. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I love, I love Palpatine's ca- uh, character. I think he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we need to like mm-hmm. stop him, but uh, he's great for this, for this story. So glad, glad he's, he's in it. Do you think we can compare him a little bit to Adar, Adar? Ooh, and whatever, Rings of Power. And Rings of Power, who think, you know, we always say, even the, the, mm. the bad guys, they, th- in their eyes, from their perspective, they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And they have, and we love when it's not just a villain who's like, oh, I'm going to. Well, domination, I'm going to kill everybody. So but they actually have their reasons and their... Yeah, you know, they they give you some kind of something where you can say I can kind of sympathize with that, but not real. Obviously, not to the extent that mm-hmm. you would do the things you do. Yeah, yeah. The only times where they've done that with Palpatine, where you're kind of like, okay, maybe he's being truthful, mm-hmm. is when he talks about, um, uh, and it's all deceit. He is mm-hmm. full dark side. I hate okay. to. Yeah, like because, because Anakin, just when you, Anakin's the dark, the 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 dark. He's more like you're a dark character. Yeah, he's more like okay. someone because Definitely, Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine just the, you. He's almost like Voldemort. Like you okay, have to yeah. have the Dark Lord who's just dark, and there's no bringing him back. Okay, I I like that comparison because yeah. just when you mentioned he's trying to preserve Sith. Uh, artifacts and stuff like it's important to him mm. right and it's and an and Voldem- Voldemort <laughs> yeah Voldemort <Who? laughs> <laughs> oh, Voldy Voldy 
he is all about artifacts from powerful yes um wizards and witches right so. right yeah they want that legacy they want to be the most powerful they mm-hmm. want to be the rulers the conquerors they want absolute rule they believe yeah. that they themselves everything should flow through and by them and like yeah it's all so ordained w- by them you so. wouldn't say he actually cares for his sith sith uh princes or people no i mean Not i really. think the closest one was i mean again some of what he says to vader is a lot of times even when he says my um, my friend or or call yeah I mean when he says anything kind to Vader or even yeah. tries to remind him or, or Anakin when he's mm-hmm. talking to him it's all about trying to get him to do what he wants to do what he wants yeah. and it's all about manipulation and stuff but it sounds nice and it sounds mm-hmm. good and, and it and it has to because yeah. how could you deceive Anakin Skywalker right one of the most powerful Jedi's of all time yeah so you have to be that clever you have to be that deceitful and you have yeah. to sound earnest yeah. and that's why it's great that he's a politician he is political theater by the way a little commentary there any of the politics you guys follow and watch go look at it. it's theater it's, there's a lot of yeah. acting there's a lot of stuff yeah. that they have to do that they say that's rehearsed there's talking points it's theater it's yeah. it's meant to sound genuine and convincing because mm-hmm. they're taking you this path this way or that, and that we got to be in tune to that that's right. the whole point we the people uh, need to be kind of watching that and yeah, it's something that the Jedi were duped. They were yeah. duped by Palpatine, and they were they were fooled. So, yeah, it, it is... I like that you... Because I think you've said to me a couple of times, whenever Palpatine's mentioned, God, I told you a lot. He's got, like, a thing for Palpatine. I don't know what it is. Oh, no. But mm-hmm. she was like... Uh, she's like, does he have the... Remember when you asked me in the Rebel Rewatch? You're like, so does he have... Is the Force with Palpatine? Yeah. Because I was just like, you know, I always said Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. like when Obi-Wan shows up, Vader says, um, Obi-Wan is here yeah. and the force is with him. Right. Yeah. And you're like, so is the force with Palpatine? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, to a degree it is. I mean, yeah. like he he has a different relationship with mm-hmm. the force mm-hmm. than I would actually I would say it's not with him. He is trying he to. He takes it. He takes it. And mm-hmm. he is trying to. um yeah, control it and, mm-hmm. and, and bind it to himself and use it in a way that he thinks is, is sees fit. Whereas by saying that the Force is with Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. it is his companion. Yeah. It is his ally. It's as Yoda said, the Force is my ally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more like he's guided by the Force. And yeah. It's the other way around for the Sith Lord. Yeah, which is their, their own ambition, their own yeah. self-interest and things like that is what is sort of governing... Uh, how they use the force that mm-hmm. they have um, asserted their control over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the dark side. Be careful. <laughs> Once you start down that path, forever <laughs> will it dominate your destiny, okay? Uh, anyway, so, yeah, just a quick little aside to talk about Palpatine because he came up multiple times this episode, yeah. and I was just like, dang, this is friggin' awesome. Yeah. Like, just having his name dropped is, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think for all Star Wars fans, that was probably just great to hear it no even for me yeah yeah right yeah uh, yeah. you're a star wars fan i was you're a newbie newbie. but you are a star wars fan (laughs) because lottie's super into um rebels and we've got to get back into that we will soon so i'm glad that we're doing andor because it's around this time we can kind of make a lot of comparisons it always is tough when you're doing something like this and you have to you know okay jump from this time period to 10 years later uh, during the Mandalorian or whenever it was, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of tough to keep track of the characters and who's still around and stuff. Right. So, but don't worry. That's why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So back to, um, Chandrilla, Chandrilla, how you say it? Uh, the Mon Mothma's homeworld. Yeah. They, in her childhood friend, the, he seems like he is, do you think, do you think he was convinced? Do you think he was, um, convinced by her? Do you think he's going to give her the money that she needs the access to her old family fortune? No, I'm not sure of him yet. Not sure? Okay. No. Hmm. But somehow, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure it's what she's trying to do with it then. If she's also kind of... I think she's trying, trying to... Yeah. So do you think her and Luthen are in agreement mm. after this episode? I mean, they, cl- they, they seem no. like they're arguing, right? Yeah. So would you say that maybe she wants to assert more of her own... Yes. Authority and influence. If she's going to be supplying the money and she's going to be organizing a lot of this, mm-hmm. it's and she says, "I'm the first one to go down here. I'm risking yeah. a lot." Yeah. So I kind of feel like she's going to start to take the reins a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Star Wars has done well 
is you see different uh, partisan groups, you see different factions of the rebellion, and it seems like a, a lot of different groups, and they make the alliance, right? So they are actually the, the they're, they're, we call them rebels or the rebellion, yeah. but they are actually the rebel alliance. They're, yeah. they're, they're an alliance, a group of different um, uh, subgroups right. that uh, they've, they've come together. And obviously it's so, yeah. much harder for them to operate because they have to do it in secret while the imp empire, they can mm -hmm. just go and tell them what to do. You yeah, know, the, yeah, the empire sure. cells or whatever they call them. Right. Yeah, ex actually. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, they have to do this behind closed doors. They're still part of the empire. I mean, Mon Mothma yeah. is an imperial senator. And so yeah. they're right underneath their noses trying try, trying to, you know, get away with this. So. Is, isn't Bail Organa still? Yeah, he is. He's a part imperial? of this network. He is. Yeah. He's an imperial senator. Because we see him in Rebels. We see him in Rebels. We also have seen him, so five years prior to this, where we're at in Andor, mm -hmm. was Obi-Wan. Right. Leia is actually five years older. No, okay. She is a junior senator, I believe. <gasps> what if we see her? I don't know. You know, like, I've thought about that kind of stuff. Like, would her name be mentioned or, or something? That would be cool. Because she, yeah. is, she eventually works up to that level. So, yeah. yeah, I say go big or go home. Like, why not? Yeah. So, anyway, I think they're going to get there because they're doing some stuff that is just absolutely flooring me and it's, it's fascinating you know luthan yeah. is such a fascinating character he is, yeah his backstory why he what's motivating him who he's connected to how many alliances does he have and how did he get all I, these artifacts jedi yeah. artifacts sith artifacts like he seems to be yeah it wouldn't surprise me if palpatine wasn't interested in his stuff yeah i don't think anybody's brought this up yet but mm -hmm. does he or does he not and those of you listening he has a sith holocron Sitting on mm -hmm. his shelf, are you telling me that Emperor Palpatine would not be interested in that, and would not also be interested in the Jedi holocron that's next right. to it? Right. And you guys listening, who knows what happens in Rebels and how the union of those two things working together and what they could do for you—that's wild. Luthen doesn't realize even what he's got, so okay. it must be very unknown. They must not put off a signature or something, or maybe they're dormant. Maybe they're not what we think they are, because those two objects side by side is wild. And I actually kind of want to get people's thoughts on that. Like, what do you guys think? Having those two artifacts, like the Jedi Holocron, because they're on the shelf. Yeah. They're on the shelf. They're right there side by side. And I won't spoil this for Lottie, but if you know, you know. You know how the union of those two things are. You know just sort of what, what it means for... <laughs> And I'm, we're going to get there. We're going to get there in Rebels. But I just mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Why is Palpatine not stopping down and shopping at this shop? Yeah. Because there's a lot of cool stuff down there. <laughs> so it just goes under his notice. And it's just almost like, you know, by being so close to the Empire, you're you're right in there. Mm -hmm. you're, you're under their nose. They would never think to check right under yeah, their nose. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. right? you, I mean, Palpatine feels like he has to go out to these other worlds. Yeah. He has to go to Lothal, other temples, other places, and he's got to do his research, build his laboratories, and, and hunt and find these artifacts. And pff, lo and behold, here we have yeah. some stuff right there in Coruscant. Yeah. It, anyway, mind-blowing. You guys send me your thoughts. Let me comment. Let me know what you think because I think it's, I think it's fascinating. But, yeah. All right. Moving on. Ugh. Yeah, it just gives me so much to talk about, like his his character and where he is, um, where where he's going, who he knows, all of those things. And now Mon Mothma is really starting to step out and say, "I need to lead this." Yeah. Because Luthen is starting to to maybe he's been in it for a long time. Maybe he's getting older. Maybe he's sick. Maybe there's something that he's thinking like, "I need to see more action now." You know, this is I want to be around for this. I want to. Who yeah. knows? I don't. You, we don't really know. Maybe he's. Maybe. he's mm -hmm. he, is he getting desperate? Is he? Is he feel like he's? Too many people know him. Has he made too many missteps? Does mm -hmm. Mon Mothma need to do something? There's definitely a rift between them, yeah. and she needs to kind of come in and start to be more of a leader. She said she wanted to bring somebody in, right? Yes. So is that is she not already? Because what we saw in the deleted scenes in Episode 3 was that she's already these senators are already kind of talking, and they're yeah. sharing behind closed doors things that um, she said in this episode that she had only only three other people in the galaxy knew oh, her yeah. true face sort of like kn mm -hmm. really knew mm -hmm. what she was about so one of those is luthan yeah and his assistant and then who oh. else oh did she count okay yeah i, I mean, would say i, guess so. I would say yeah. i would say she knows as well i mean she maybe she doesn't yeah. maybe luthan's kind of pretending like his assistant doesn't know but it wouldn't take too much for her to kind of think it, yeah okay yeah i'm going back in this back room here 
she has she to listened know. to all the entire conversation did she okay because i couldn't remember if she was like right in the same room or had any say or if she was still back out there talking to the driver and maybe mon mothma doesn't think that that person is somebody who knows about mm. her secret life and it's just luthan yeah. and luthan doesn't share that with his assistant or whatever who knows but um there are three people who who you know sort of know that she's yeah. not putting this this um that that's all facade Everything that she does now in, in yeah. the Senate and everything is just a is just, is just a facade. Yeah. So she wants to share with her childhood friend, get some money. I kind of think it's going to go forward. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to going to help in some way, which is going to drive a, a greater divide yeah. between her and Perrin. Um, and they're already yeah. divided. Yeah, feels like so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we miss any plot lines? I'm just thinking. No, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the yeah. last couple scenes. You said you weren't sure about them. Like, what what did you make of? The oh, whole with setup. Cassian. What the, what were there? What were the other people doing? They're running away. Is it just in general? Um, that I think truly was like probably like anti-imperial activity. Okay. And they had maybe gone up and even done some graffiti on an imperial yeah. sign or something. And then they take off running. You know, they're they're guilty of a cr- so small petty crime but or whatever. But do you think it was an accident that they caught Cassian, or do you think that was intentional? Oh no! Wait, you how would it be intentional? What do you mean? Do you think like like that they were trying to get him and they now have him even though he hasn't done he didn't do anything i don't know i don't th- i didn't feel like anybody there knew him mm-hmm. he gave a different name and everything and the, and the magistrate who was there mm-hmm. she's just like hey sorry new rules you know it's now it used to be six months now it's six years sorry yeah. buddy you can't mess around with the imperials anti-imperial activity those stormtroopers were just sort of showing that stormtrooper was just was abusing his power. Okay. You know that was like um, an officer just uh, just abusing his his authority and like yeah. saying he pulls you over like some of the things that go on right that are and this is not a knock on anybody in in the police force or anything at all like that or whatever. Y- you have people in professions who are bad actors in every profession in politics and mm-hmm. our leadership and our freaking presidency and teaching field and police the whole nine yards right but when you have somebody who abuses their authority like that and they say hey they, they pull you over for a parking ticket and then the next thing they know maybe they don't like you and they're gonna suggest that they found they smell marijuana then they want to search your car then they oh, want yeah, and okay. it just kind of keeps going until they find something that they can use against you and like cool boom we got this guy don't like mm. him and it just it yeah it's I don't just know. like too much of a co- seems like a you know, too much of a coincidence. coincidence. Yeah, so I think it, that part does mm. feel forced. It feels like it's, yeah. I guess if you had to critique something, right now that feels kind of contrived and forced. Yeah. It just pl- uh, very, it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel like it. I mean, it, it sort of does because like yeah. the um, the Empire, what Marva is saying is they're everywhere. We're all suppressed yeah, now. That's, we, they yeah, are, true. They are increasing their pressure yeah. on everyone. And I don't think Cassian realized Mm-hmm. what that was like he's mm-hmm. kind of naive a little bit still yeah. and doesn't realize how much the people are being choked yeah how how, how much they're kind of coming down yeah. on the people and if you're not with the empire you're against them if you're not mm-hmm. in their groups you're yeah it's, it just feels really okay oppressive. yeah i i like that thought because now he's like he's under it it's being done to him yeah and we still need a reason why he is so like with the rebels and sacrifices his life for the rebels right Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think the combination of Clem, Mm -hmm. maybe something more finding out the fate of his sister and how the the empire or the the republic, which becomes the empire, was involved Mm -hmm. in the the destruction of his home world, the mining accident, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe if something happens to Marva, it seems like Marva is going to get pretty, uh, pretty wild and she's going to be maybe leading a a resistance uh, there on Ferrix. And if she dies, I mean, that's another thing that's going to be like yeah i'm i'm yeah he's out on that bix is definitely realizing that tim was you know it cassian has a lot more he's a long way to go and to develop yeah and i hope he gets to a point where he's probably going to open up nimic's you know manifesto and start reading oh, it that's while right he's in i prison. totally forgot about it. yeah wouldn't that be something yes. to him to, for him yes, to get yes, in there yes. and read about that and hear about different things he'll probably get out re- rather quickly and it won't surprise me either if vel finds yeah. him and vel breaks him out and starts to yeah. kind of inquire you know something happens on their mission and they uh she sort of um realizes he's, he's a better better guy maybe maybe gets more in on this um this movement yeah and comes to a position where luthan can trust him i don't think luthan wanted him no, killed no i think his assistant is just looking something out for luthan i think she yeah. realizes she sees her boss or her companion or her person 
putting his neck out there too far. And I think she wants to help him and protect him. And she thinks she's doing a good thing by Mm -hmm. saying, hey, Fel, take him out. Yeah. Because he's a loose end. You know what I mean? And she's seen, you know, maybe Luthen's done stuff like that. I mean, Cassian does that stuff in Rogue One where he's kind of like, hey, this guy's He's, he's shot in the leg or he's hurt, he's limping, he fell, and he can't get away. But he he knows about the pilot who defected to the rebels and has information on Galen and G- Galen Urso. And he kills that guy Yeah. So because he knows he's a dead man anyways. Yeah. One of those things where he's just like, better better me now than them later in a bunch of torture. Yeah. And they're ultimately going to kill you anyways. Like Cassian kind of knows that stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's a ridiculous call and no one yeah. can say that it's right. And no, there's yeah. like there's always another way. Jedi, right. that's the big thing about Jedi and, and the Force is that they always, in impossible odds, they find a way. Yeah. But with Cassian, you get this more realistic sort of like, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the Force. Yeah. He doesn't have those things. He's True. just dealing, you know, just a regular guy. So anyway. Okay. Wow. So did you enjoy the episode? I loved it. Good. I loved the episode. I thought it was great. I loved hearing about the Emperor. I love uh, thinking mm-hmm. about Luthen and where he comes from and what his journey is going to be. I love seeing Mon Mothma kind of step up here. And Marva, that was a big pff, shocked by that a little bit. I mean, not shocked, but like really was unsure what was going to happen there. And almost a little disappointed to see Cassian like end up with another girl because she he totally confirmed. I thought that was a joke that he was like, you know, I don't know, had a lot of girlfriends or whatever. And was, yeah. But he seems seemingly he, he does. Yeah. And he's whatever, whatever. He's he's carefree and just sort of a scoundrel. He's yeah, he doesn't really uh, have a have a place. He's just trying to get by and he's been right. wronged and he's trying to make the best of it and whatever. So to see his change and to see him grow and evolve is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And it's good. It's good. I think it's good for people to see that and to say people who were, you know, who start off in life um, disadvantaged or who yeah. st- who don't start with um and we don't all start in the same position you know what i mean and so it's interesting to sort of watch that and analyze what's happening to him and seeing why he makes the choices he makes and and how it's all going to evolve and shake out and it's interesting that his entire goal was to get you know away from that planet to raise to get enough money to uh, or enough credits to get away Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, somewhere warmer, he said. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly where he ended up. Looked like California. Although there or something. was a breeze going on. Yeah. There. It looked a little cool. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. but anyway, so, but then he realizes, mm, still doesn't, you know, fulfill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see where, where that kind of goes. He's in prison now. Yeah. He's locked up, yeah. which is crazy. All of his credits are back at his place. Oh. All that stuff is above the shower. That's right. And we some random him, yeah, girlfriend who we there. don't know about is maybe finds it or has access mm-hmm. to it. Doesn't, does she ever, who cleans that area? Nobody cleans above their shower head like that. I no. mean, maybe she's, maybe it's a good spot. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But <laughs> it's wild. You, you feel like he could have, you feel like he should have put that somewhere yeah. where like you move a brick. Or yeah. maybe he has more of it hidden somewhere else and <laughs> that wasn't all of it. Clearly that didn't look like it was all of it. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's got it, the rest of it stashed somewhere else, which would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You would not put all of those credits mm. and i don't know maybe maybe not maybe he just maybe credits are smaller than i think and I, those little ones carried more weight than i thought yeah. anyway so yeah all right so did you like it did i did i think it was a lot of dialogue but well done yeah like uh, yeah I, th- I thought it was good it, it gave you more to think about it drove the whole story forward mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. yeah 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 it does it was good it was you know sometimes we talk about filler episodes and then kind of moving yeah, doing some more exposition and getting a set for another arc or whatever. This one was really jam packed mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it was very interesting and yeah. it wasn't boring or kind of like moving people to different locations and sets or it was, it felt so natural yeah. and so fit in with the overall story, uh, but yet moves us into the next phase. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited week by week. I'm honestly excited for Andor and I'm, I'm always just pumped to see what they're going to do. I'm and I can't too. wait to binge it. It's one of those that I, I want to go back and binge because it is, it's so much. Yeah being 12 episodes and they're just being just a lot to cover new names yeah. different things oh, different yeah. um li- little easter eggs and stuff that i haven't even caught so again we're doing this right away right afterwards got out in our car uh went through some neighborhoods looked at some houses and uh here we are <laughs> recording for you guys so watching the yeah. sunset actually. watching the sunset so wish i had all those credits that cassian has though you know can he hook me up with some <laughs> credits like th- that was a lot of money but hey, he realized well, it's not really what he needs and wants. True, so. true, true. Oh, you're so good. 
because you don't want me to say Well, but a little bit of money can't hurt, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all right, what I say. <laughs> yeah, if you get a few extra credits, sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right, friends. Well, hey, uh, again, send in your thoughts on this episode, and, and I would love to kind of do, maybe even as we go into the next episode, if you guys had thoughts on this previous one, before we start our, our conversation about episode eight, we can talk about your guys' thoughts and theories. You know, something with Palpatine, something with the Holocrons, Luthen, who do you think he is? How is this all connected? Um, Perrin, is he, is, can he be trusted at some point? I don't know, just thoughts and theories. I think it'd be fun to kind of do that. And uh, thanks to everybody who has sent those in. We've even got like Matthew Johnson and a couple other folks sent in their Star Wars story. So we have some Star Wars stories that we can start to kind of read at the end of the show. Yeah. Which is fun. Just like oh, how you cool. got into Star Wars. Oh, I, I love, love that. that aspect. Yeah. I, I really like, even if it's just like the first thing that you watched yeah. or the first thing that you read, like how did you get into Star Wars? So if you have yeah. that story and you want to share that, let me know. Because there's I, so I think much be cool. now. Yeah. Doesn't have to be, you know, the original movies. Yeah. Oh no. And my friend um, Laura, who I talked about, her first entry was Rebels. Nice. That's I think cool. her entry point yeah. was Rebels, and so, you know, that's the cool thing about Star Wars. We talked about that with Rings of Power, which mm-hmm. is like, if you just started watching Rings of Power, which is a lot of my students. Yeah. A lot of my students have just started watching that. And they're like, they were shocked about like, everything. You know, they're like, what is what, what is Lord of the Rings? Yeah. But which one's the best, Mr. Kirk? You know, yeah. Fellowship of the Ring, or which, like, they were asking these. I'm like, dang, guys, I would not ask a tough question now. It's all one trilogy. I don't know if I can pull one out over the others. You just go listen to that podcast. You just go, go to the podcast. You guys go check it out, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it, it, it. I think it's fun to hear people's origin stories and how they how they get into it. A lot of a lot of kids now, it's like they find some YouTube videos and like, oh, cool, oh, I yeah. like this. You know, YouTuber, whether it's Star Wars Theory or Star Wars Explained or any of those guys mm-hmm. out there. Star Wars Hangout. Star Wars Hangout. Maybe you like that guy. I don't know. <laughs> um, and and, uh, and and you look, you listen to some lore videos and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. What is this? And you then go check something out. Or you're yeah. recommended by a friend or your your maybe your husband recommends that you sit down and start watching more yeah. Star Wars. And he makes it a condition of, upon um, <laughs> uh, continuing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, anyway, so, all right, friends. Well, hey, uh, thanks so much. We appreciate you guys so much. Thanks to everybody who's left me a review. I've been seeing more of those, and I've been seeing the number tick up on those. If you have a chance and you've been listening this far, um, again, we're still working through stuff. I had some crazy transition bits in our lives going on, and this has been fun. I, this is like an escape for me. I just yeah. enjoy talking about Star Wars and getting all of my thoughts out. Yeah. This is the big – you helped me so much in terms of just – allowing me to share what I'm thinking and work through it initially and just yeah. my raw like initial reactions and thoughts because yeah. in the future what I follow up these podcasts with are short videos yeah. and and theory videos and things like that that I drop on YouTube mm-hmm. or that we talk about and so and I can even drop that as extra content here for you guys I would love to do that but it just gets the conversation going yeah right and I love talking about it it's just my favorite thing always has been and and so yeah yeah thank you guys thank you give that guy Um, five stars please appreciate that that'd be great that'd be great (laughs) hey and if you get a chance we um again uh, mentioned shell cottage radio we have some really cool guests coming on over there and it's gonna be a lot of fun they're also star wars fans we'll see maybe once they're done with that guest spot i'll try to rope them on over here too if we can who knows but go listen to their to their potter stories and go check that project out Mm -hmm. because the soundscapes, guys, the soundscapes <laughs> that Lottie does, like she's she's such a little audio wizard. It's witch, I should say. Sorry. <laughs> um, that uh, it's just really cool. It's it's really cool. I love that podcast. And we have uh, lots of good laughs over there. So. Me too. Anyway. I just yeah. had a thought. Yes. Thought. I just thought when mm-hmm. you, you know, we look out our front car window thing yeah. and we see all that grass yeah. and some trees. And I thought, what if all the people who listen right now who are going to listen in the future we're all like as your audience sitting on that grass like oh gosh know, listening to you i mean that's what happens is it's just you're putting you it out see. there and yeah. and so at some point in time not right now obviously but but if you imagine they would be sitting right here in front of you wouldn't that's that be wild cool? it's wild I, <laughs> yeah because i've only done ever a couple of different live podcasts oh, yeah things. you have and it is wild to be up there and to interact with people. That's why I That's love cool. having guests on or yes, having me too. your guys' comments or thoughts because I, I just want to read those. I want to I want to highlight and feature you guys on the yeah. show. It doesn't and I how think other people are so interesting. Like they are so interesting. They find stuff that I yeah. don't find or or, so or whatever. Weird. Other and people are so interesting. Dude, yeah, there's <laughs> there's so much more interesting than we are. Just so you know. <laughs> Some, probably, yeah. I, some of them are yeah. most of them are yeah. but it's fine <laughs> no uh, we everyone has that's the thing everyone is unique yeah. and an individual and has their own thought their yeah. own takeaway their own 
uh, personal experiences that they bring to a viewing or a reading experience or whatever. So, so yeah. Do you want to do like a time travel wave to our audience? Oh yeah, hey guys. <laughs> I think I'm crazy. Hey. <laughs> We're just looking at this field or whatever. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, people, people are seeing yeah. us like. People walking oh. by are like, what the heck? These guys are weird. They have microphones in their car and they're just waving it. If they only knew we were recording Star Wars Hangout Aww. here. My gosh. They'd be coming up. I should, sitting down there. Yeah, I should start like advertising on my car for the podcast. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just random. Oh my what, gosh. What? Can you imagine? Like we would just interview random people to come by and say, oh my do, gosh, you like, hey, do you like Star Wars? Thoughts on what Andor. Do you think? Yeah. They're like, sucks. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Whoa, can't be having that on the Okay, <laughs> <Can't> you keep <laughs> no, walking. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, keep walking. Keep walking, fella. No, that'd be funny. So, all right. Well, hey, friends. Thanks so much. We love you guys. You guys are great. Appreciate you. Thank um, you for putting up with our weirdness. Thanks for putting up with our weirdness. You got there great. Uh, give us those thoughts. Leave us that review. Send us a message at StarWarsHangout77 at gmail.com. Follow me over on Instagram. Follow us at Fleur and Bill on Instagram as well. Check out our TikToks. Check out our YouTube channels. All that good stuff. Links down in the description. And friends, with that, may the force be with you. You almost messed it up a fourth time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Does it the fourth? Very well, Hero. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.